Oh, yeah, we are into the top five, according to you guys. It's another team profile and projection here from the Talking Baseball crew, which is presented by DraftKings. The Chicago White Stockings, young Jake. They finished last year 35 and 25. They had a breakout star. They went to the postseason. They're on a 95 game win pace. Had it not been a shortened season, they added more people this year. They were active. Can you tell us what they did? Yeah, Jim, it's funny seeing this on paper because they lost some dudes. They lost James McCann. We just talked about him on the Mets. He was an important part of that team. Alex Colome on the back end had a really good year last year. Dane Dunning, the young pitcher who's righty that I always mentally think is lefty. I think it's a 2D thing. Nomar Mazzara, Yolmer Sanchez, Gio Gonzalez, Shu King, Gerard Dyson, our guy, and Uncle Edwin. Edwin Encarnacion still unsigned, so maybe maybe he comes back at some point. Jim, who they added? They added big pieces. Mm. They didn't play the depth game this free agency. Uh, how about Lance Lynn in the trade from Texas? Big fastball eating Lance Lynn, chewing up innings. In the back of the bullpen replacing Colome. How about Liam Hendricks? Coming off of his magical year, he gets the bag. He'll be closing for them. And Adam Eaton uh, for some of the corner outfield spots. We remember how good he was with the Nats. We'll see how he looks with the White Sox. So three important guys for this White Sox team, but uh, they lost a lot of other bodies. But uh, Trevor, uh, another, um, I'm loving these lineups at this at this part of the TPPs. I do too. And this is where I think like the tier starts, like the top mm-hmm. tier starts. And maybe they're teetering on this line here, but I'm going to, I'm going to put them into that kind of top tier. Uh, but yeah, again, the lineup is great catcher. You got filling in for McCann, not a bad option here. Yasmani Grandal, who can swing the stick like big time. Gotta love that. And that, that's, that's a theme in this lineup. They can hit. First base, reigning MVP, Jose Abreu. I love him. Some of the best at-bats you're ever going to see does not get flustered. Love that about him. Second base, listed here, we got Nick Madrigal, a guy that puts the ball in play a lot out of Oregon State. He's a, mm. a beaver. Wow. I love that. Shortstop, our guy, Tim Anderson. He's also on my hot guy list. He continues to prove everybody wrong. He's turned himself into the real deal. A lot of guys pointed to his Babbitt being so high. That's why he hits uh, for such a high average. He's just proved everybody wrong every sub, every single step of the way. So love Tim Anderson. Third base, Juan Moncada, who's just a raker. Left field, Adam Angle. Center field, Luis Robert. Right field, bringing back Adam Eaton. And DH, they got our guy Eloy No Buttons Jimenez. Mm. They got a lot of other guys coming up, too. This is a very deep, long lineup. They score a ton of runs. I love everything about it. Jim, I want to hear about the pitching staff, please. The pitching staff, the pitching staff. Let's talk about the pitchers. Our guy, Lucas Giolito, Trev's friend, co-host of the Chris Rose Rotation podcast. He is their ace. He is their opening day starter 
That has been confirmed. They traded for Lance Lynn, as Jake told you. We are big Lance Lynn fans. We like that guy. Mm. Dallas Keuchel, he's still with them. Actually, has he been pitching in spring? Is he hurt? What's he been doing? I haven't heard his name in forever. Dylan Cease, Carlos Rodon. What's that? Got engaged. Dallas Keuchel got engaged. Kelly Nash. Congratulations. Uh, they have like a camp battle going on right now between between Rodon and Lopez if they go to just a five-man. And I think Rodon is winning it as we speak. Kopech is there. How are they going to use him? It's, it's a conversation a for sure. My goodness. It's a conversation for sure. Hendricks is the big reliever. Aaron Bummer. Mm. Got fun stuff and a good name. Evan Marshall, Matt Foster in the pen. I like, dude, I like Lance Lynn so much. Yeah. I like him teaching everyone else how to throw fastballs. Those are those are two very um, confident dudes there, Lance Lynn and oh, Liam Hendricks. High T. Forcing those guys to be confident. Out there. I think I like they that. project their confidence differently, but it's the same confidence. God, they're kind of the same, like. I don't know Lance as well as I know Liam, but talking to Lance is just like they're not going to go around shouting at everybody, but you know when you when you talk to them, it's there. They also got uh, Larusa. Have we talked about him at all? Ooh, hasn't been a ton of manager talk throughout this. The new manager, Lucas. Lucas just had some nice words to say on the Chris Rose rotation about that, um, which was interesting. Yeah, I mean it's. It's one of the biggest managerial storylines. Uh, the media was kind of up in arms. This old man with this young, fun team, and then a little drinking and driving. It's uh, it's something to follow. I uh, I hope for baseball it doesn't become a story because that means the White Sox are playing meh, and people are pointing at Tony Larusa. I don't know. I I've kind of moved past it. It it is what it is. The manager only has so much effect on the day-to-day, yeah. and it, it sounds like he came in and kind of served his humble pie and told the guys, like, I'm going to have to earn it and all that. So we'll see. Uh, let's hope that's not a storyline. There, We talk about managers on this show a lot. They're as good as your players. So he's going to be a good manager because he's got good players. Now, if he messes up and does something wrong in the clubhouse, that's the only time we're going to hear about it. In my opinion. Yeah. Fangrass yeah, has Lucas told me the same thing. He said he's been great. Fangrass has Zach Collins scheduled in as the DH right now. He's lighting up spring. He was in a battle with Lucroy, I thought, for the backup catching role. But uh is there another injury that has him there? White Sox fans, I apologize. I don't know this right now, and I'm just asking. Yeah, I believe. And hey, you guys know your team better than I. I think that's an option for them. I, I think Eloy is looking to get some DH days. And if you remember, Eloy had that thing like, no, <laughs> fuck I, that. I'm I like playing left field. Wasn't so. that what he said? They're like, do you want to just be a DH? He yeah. said, fuck that. Yeah. So, uh, and because I know they they like Angle a lot, they like Larry Garcia. So, I I think there there will be some moving parts there. Um. I think their full best full tilt lineup, and this is opinion, would be with Eloy at the DH, because uh, I think Adam Angle actually did some hitting recently. But um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, 
This is the lineup. My guy Danny Mendick on the bench. Yeah, Angle had a good 2020. Before that, he hasn't been yeah. an above-average hitter, so he's got to prove it. I mean, there's a lot of ways. They have depth. There's a lot of ways they can go with this lineup, and that's one of the reasons we like them a lot. We like them. I actually just got a Zach Collins baseball card. How about that? I was in a break wow. online. My guy Longoria was in one. Are I got in it. you a card guy now? And you know, I get when I get bored, these guys are doing this stuff like on Instagram Live. You can just jump in and say, yeah, I want to be part of that break. Yeah, it's cool. It is kind of cool. That's how. Anyways, I got a card, and these guys were telling me, young, good hitter, surrounded by a lot of talent. He could be a guy to, to look out for. I got like an autograph card from him. So now I'm rooting for him. It's huge. Tim Anderson, very happy that he threw up another great result season. With the 322 batting average and 357 on base percentage, he was a lot of people were like, the Babib favored him and he can't repeat that. And it's, uh, you know, he got a lot of luck. And I was, I was rooting for him to shut those people up and just do it again. And he did. So he'll be leading off mm-hmm. for the White Sox. I think Tony LaRusa talked about putting one of the pesky guys like Madrigal or. Um, Eaton as the two-hole hitter and doing kind of the more old-school style lineup. Ooh, of course here. he does. Of course yeah. he wants that. Hey, it worked. It worked with the Nats. I was skeptical on the Nats when they went Turner Eaton, and I mean it. It made it pesky. It's one of those things. How how does it end up looking? It is weird seeing you know Abreu, Jimenez, Moncada down four, five, six. Uh, Luis Robert in the seventh hole. He's going to be an interesting storyline this season. Is he the the first month guy that terrorized the league, or is he the second month guy that found him in a swoon? So much youth on this team, man. Nick Madrigal had probably slaughtered that. A lot of people aren't super familiar with him, but he's supposed to be a special contact hitter, a special type of contact hitter. Uh, I mean, man, I don't know. It For me, it ties into a lot of these young guys, and I, I think part of the reason we like we like this team is there's a lot of guys you know what you're going to get, which is tough to say around baseball. I mean, Keuchel, he's making his first start tomorrow, it looks like. I Googled that. But when Keuchel's nice. on the mound, you know what you're going to get. Lance Lynn, you know what you're going to get. Giolito's pretty close to you know what you're going to get, which is pretty pretty cool and good for him after kind of a tough start to his career. So, man, I don't know. I, I think this all ties into Moncada. How much does he bounce back? He got covid uh, he didn't look like the same player, and he openly talked about it. He said, there's days when I'm just tired. I'm not the same guy, which, again, that's scary stuff there. Uh, what is Robert? What is what is Madrigal? What is Kopech, man? That guy has looked gross in spring training. Is he going to be a super swing man with them with Crochet? Because if so, that bullpen, bullpen is so underrated. They can, they can be grossos down there. If they call a birdie, holy smokes. I think Kopech is a big storyline. I mean, I faced him. He's a guy that he's got all the stuff you need. So if he comes up and gets into what, like the four spot in that rotation, that's a long rotation. And I love, I love this bullpen. Hendricks in the back end. You got Crochet, who everyone loves. And then Cody Hewer. Yeah, he's gross. Doing it. Gross. So they, they have a, potentially a very long rotation and i think they got a long bullpen and they got a long lineup that's why i like this team and their managers long in the tooth 
It's good to be long. That's an ex- that's an expression. That's I think they haven't rolled a game this spring training too. You know how in spring training, you if you um, if your pitcher throws twenty two inning or twenty two twenty five pitches, you can just be like, nope, innings over, innings over. I think I think Tony La Russa has said like, we're not doing that, <laughs> and like. That's oh my goodness! And like I think their spring record is awful because <laughs> every time they get a bunch of runners on base, the other team just rolls the inning. Mm. I was reading, I saw a White Sox fan being like, "They keep rolling innings on us." Tony's not doing it. <laughs> Those teams, like the teams, have exploited the loose, like spring training rules. Like my goodness, like it used to be like every once in a while you got to roll over. But now it's like, we're going to play seven innings. No, let's play six and a half. No, let's do this, do that. Like, they don't care at all. And I think that's, it's, it's for the better. And it's just funny that you're telling me that Tony Russa is not rolling the innings in spring training. Guess what, bro? You got 162 in front of you. He's so excited. For this is what I'm talking about. If he starts pulling stuff like this, well, I'll get too season, fired up. I, lose the I don't have the stats on that. I, th- I remember reading it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Right, well, not, you got me fired up. Fired up. I love it. We're not doing that bullshit. Uh, He'll lose a lot of those players if he starts acting that way. Kopik's coming. Kopik has been coming out of the pen in spring. I don't. Uh, I think he's going to be in the bullpen, which I think is the smart way to start the season. That's like a really fucking good bullpen. And he didn't pitch at all last year, so that would make sense to yeah limit him. him in innings wise. I like this team. I I think that. You know, in 2018, this team, or 2019, this team was, like, it seemed the loosest clubhouse, the most fun clubhouse. Um, you know, I was I was reading about the, the clubhouse dynamic, and they had the whole thing with LaRoche and, and Drake, and um, they kind of changed, and they said, for the sake of, like, in their clubhouse, like, we just want a bunch of homegrown people that all came up together and, like, have been playing with each other, not the mix of trade, mix of veteran, all that stuff. So, uh, I mean... Giolito's talked about how the clubhouse is really tight. Um, I, I think they they were having so much fun in twenty eight in twenty nineteen. I used to say, "Well, you got to win in twenty twenty because you, you can't be having that much fun if you're not winning." And they made it to the playoffs, um, lost to the A's, but now got their feet wet. Now I like the Lance Lynn move. I mean, Keiko and Lance Lynn are just Keiko's dependable and good. Lance Lynn, you want to be like, yeah, he's dependable and good, and then you're like, oh wait, he's fucking like was a beast last year. It's been really good. And the year before that. I mean, he had a 3-3-2 ERA last year. And like they need any more bats, they got a guy named Andrew Vaughn on the way. Third overall pick in 2019. All he does is hit. Is he going to make the get the call? He hasn't even played in double A or triple A, right? He's gonna He's gonna be a popular name you hear later in the year because when we talk about how good is your good and the best case White Sox, if he does get the call at some point this year and we talked about kicking Eloy out to left, maybe you put Vaughn in the DH spot if he's if he's the real deal. Um I think I he'll be there by the end of the year. Oh, he's a college kid. He he okay, he's a college kid. So yeah, I mean there there's a world. I know White Sox White Sox fans want it. So he it'll be something to track and they'll definitely be itching to see it, especially um, you know, depending how injuries and, and different guys in this lineup are going. But um, Dude, can I tell you his, his college numbers from yep. from uh twenty eighteen? Who did he play for? Cal? Looks like he played for Cal. Played in 54 games <laughs> at a 402 batting average, a 531 on base percentage, an 819 slugging, and a 1.3 OPS. Mm. Pretty good. 
Pretty good. Just lit up. Pretty good. P12. Cal Berkeley, yeah. How about it? Oh, don't let Bob Melvin sneak in on Andrew Vaughn. That don't let Bob Melvin sneak in on Andrew Vaughn. Don't let him sneak in. He's play all those Cowboys. He might. I'm worried about it. I'm I love. I I just the like this is their window too, which I love. That like I love teams that like oh the windows down the road. This window is open. This is their window. How many years it's going to last? I don't know. Three. Years? You know what I love about it. Tell me. The Twins aren't, like, you know my whole battle-tested theory? The Twins aren't battle-tested. They've been handed division the last three years. Very yeah, good. Not handed a division. Last two years. The, the White Sox finished one game behind them last year. Don't tell me they're not, they got handed a division. Because the Twins went to sleep for a while thinking that no one was coming. And then someone came, so they okay. turned on Josh the gas Donaldson a little bit. Josh kicked the, he kicked the dirt yes. on home plate, and he got thrown out, and everyone was saying, oh, the Twins, that's the that's that's it. I, I think the, white, I think the white Sox, Up until I think the storyline is going to be the White Sox win the division and then turn around to the Twins and say, and this is how you do it in the playoffs. Wow. See, here's my fear wow. with this team. Twins are like, shit. We got so many chances, and we never won a game. I still believe in the regular season twins. Me too. And that's my only fear with this team, is that depending on the playoff format, right now we're still one game wild card. Yes. Depending, we're back to 10 teams, right? Yeah, but you go there, you'd much rather Giolito or Lance Lynn. I mean, it depends who we're playing and where. You know, I was playing them against the Twins, which would never work, you, right? You also, but you like you their wild set card up setup or playoff setup better than the Twins. Yes, but I, as we did in previous episodes, I still like the Twins in the regular season. I still have the Twins winning the division, so you end up in a one baseball game, which is always scary. So that's that's where I get nervous about expectations for this team. Um, I'm interested to see if the the AL Central, if anyone can provide a little bit of smoke, what does Cleveland look like? Um, and I, I, I don't know. Again, I, I expect a lot from this team. I do think they're the second most talented team in the American League. But there are some youth things, and I, I went through them before, and it's, um, you know, at, what, what are we going to get from these young guys we love this season over 162? Um, and that's the thing. I've just seen those twins guys do it before, so that's why I believe in them. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the twins will be right there. I think it'll be a fun race. But I have a I have a pretty detailed storyline. Okay. Okay. Going on in my head. Where the White Sox are doing good, not great. Okay. And they're trying to figure things out. And then there's some tension in the clubhouse. And Tony Larusa has to make a decision. Is he on Eaton's side or is he on everyone else's side? Oh, my God. And he says, you know what, Eaton, they trade him to the Twins, and then they just win the division by 12 games. Tony Larusa gets carried off the field. They drop him once. He doesn't care. Barely feels it. He cares. Oh, he cares He's hammered. He's very brittle. Yeah, it's not... Territory. It was a celebration. Champagne. White Sox. So that's something. Win to look the division by to. 10. Keep Bob Melvin away from Andrew Vaughn. Yes. 100%. And all of that stuff. You know anything about Eaton Trev that you would like willing to share? Like 
The fact that Ozzie Guillen said he is the worst teammate ever and Todd Frazier. I don't believe them, anything Ozzie Guillen said. Uh, what about Todd Frazier? He's like an openly very liked guy around baseball. Also said kind I of the same I could see thing. how they would butt heads. Todd and him have very different personalities. So I could see how they butt heads. Likeable have, and not likable? <laughs> Why is that meat not likable? I don't know. That's the reputation he has. That's what. This that's is what the thing. This is the thing. Me. Like it's it's everyone's perspective on in the 2019 yeah. Nationals. They loved him. So you know, it's all your perspective. Winning changes everything. So, I think this is a great fit for him. I I like the way he plays. I do think that he is pesky, and I I don't want to side myself with old school Tony La Russa, but I do like having those guys at the top of the lineup. They make pitchers work, and they get him pissed off. So the next guy hits, you know, gets a pitch over the plate. Um, but I haven't heard anything about him. You know, I I, I besides the stuff on the surface from Todd and Ozzy, but you know, Ozzy's. His talk crap about everybody. So what are you gonna you gonna really gonna take his word for it? I'm not. No, I was asking you. Also, yeah. I I think uh, just to say it again because they deserve it. Jose Abreu did win the MVP last year, um, and I think we've mentioned yeah. him once. <laughs> Pencil him in to be really good. And I I, I I almost used it on my breakout stars episode. It would have been a little bit of a reach because he's pretty well known. But Eloy. Hitting-wise, we talked about him dancing between left field and DH. I think this guy is the next just, like, great 40-homer-a-season hitter. I love him, man. He is a beast. Eloy. Eloy. You know how old he, he is, is Jim? Eloy, 25. Eloy. Eloy is 24. Well, he's about to be 25. Next. Next. Next yes. up. Lucas Giolito, if he if you take away his opening start from last season where he gave up seven earned runs, a uh, clear uh, outlier from his Against season. Two? Against two? Uh, doesn't say. I, I can tell you. Twins. I love Lucas. Well, that that if that start, you take out that start, 2-7-5 ERA the rest of the way. Dang. So we're butter knife in short season stats. Trev, is there anything to pitchers throwing the same stuff? Because, like, Keuchel is heavy sinker-cutter. Lance Lynn is heavy cutter, fastball, everything. Is there anything that, like, hey, we're coming to the park in the first six innings of each game, we're going to see 70% fastballs, basically? No, because they're so different. You know, Keiko's fastball is so different than Lance Lynn's. Keiko's is just a strange bat. You know, comfortable bat, but one of those ones you just walk back to the dugout and you're like, what? I just hit that ball off the end of my bat, and I rolled it over to the third baseman. I mean, last season, um, Keiko was a completely different pitcher than he's ever, ever been. He, what did I mean, he change? So, I mean, he's always been the two-seam fastball like 50% of the time or or like, you know, 40 Last year, the sinker went down to 32%. The cutter went up uh, okay. from 18 to 30, and the changeup went up from 14 to 27. It's the, I mean, it's the first time there's ever not been a gap between his fastball and another pitcher. I could, I could see that. If you got guys, you know, he's throwing that sinker down on the way to righties. His changeup's down on the way to righties. If you got guys starting to get all over the dish on you, you have to have a yeah. pitch to equalize that. Mm-hmm. So you start throwing the cutter in on guys to get him off of those pitches. So, I mean, what, see, you know, his he's big years now, he's got to make an adjustment. His big years, he was he was just the, the, the two-seam and a slider. Those were like his pitches. 
And now this backdoor slider a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This changeup has has jumped way up. Cut it. Lance Lynn. Hot. Very hot. I love this team. I love the uniforms on this team. I love the personalities on this team. Mm-hmm. I love the players. I think the bullpen's great. The starting pitching's great. The lineup's great. This is this is a team. This is a team. It's fun to talk about this team. <laughs> Lance Lynn's pitch mix is so fucking awesome. It's the best. 50% of the time, he throws a four-seam fastball. Fastball with no movement. His second most used pitch is his cutter. 22% of the time. Fastball that... Cuts uh, glove side a little bit. And then the next pitch, 18% of the time, is his two-seam fastball. Cuts arm side just a little bit. Just three fastballs. Uh, 90% of the time, he's throwing a fastball. Try to hit it. 90% of the time, he's throwing a fastball. Silly sport. Love it. That's so funny. There are different miles oh, yeah. per hour, a little bit. What Do we have a fun stat? Fun stat with left-handed pitcher Dallas Keuchel, fifth. Lance Lynn, sixth. Lucas Giolito, seventh. And Liam Hendricks, tenth. The White Sox have four of the top ten 2020 Cy Young finishers on their staff. Hell yeah. Like that. They gotta like that. So that's a really fun stat. Keiko got Cy Young votes last year. He was good last year, man. I remember that. He but was really good last year. He's in love. He was yeah. telling you, man, this love bug helps guys out. How many people got? How many people got uh, Cy Young votes from the West or the East last year? <laughs> they really should have given out three Cy Youngs. They should have given out a West Cy Young, an East Cy Young, and a Central Cy Young since no one ever played each other. It's kind of like the National. There wasn't a National League and an American League last year. It's weird that they still kept it divided that way. Uh-huh. I, see I didn't even listen to that question. I'm sorry. I see what you're saying. It's it's uh some of the central pitching numbers from last year were a little suspect. Yeah, but yeah, I get that. We talked. I'm about saying that all the time. usually it's a National Cy Young and an American League Cy Young because the national teams, National League teams, never played anyone but National League teams. Last year there was no National League and American League in the regular season. There was East, Central, West. So it would have made more sense to give out three Cy Youngs for the East, Central, and West. There can only be then one. You play, You played your own. League more than you played the other team, didn't you? More, but not much more. It's kind of like division and other divisions, I guess. It was just, it's a strange, it's a weird just chalking up to who cares. It's a big number, guys. DraftKings number. It's a big number. What do you got? It's 91 and a half. Mm. It's a big number. 90 games is a lot of wins, man. I'll take so it. You think this yeah, team's over. Elite, elite? I, over. Um, I don't think the rest of the division's that great. I think I think them and them and the twins are gonna be ninety two plus wins each battling. Trev's thinking. <laughs> I have to take the over. I'm just okay. wax poetic about how much I freaking love this team. It's a lot I'm of wins. I'm curious if both those teams are gonna be in the nineties. So, hard to right? win 90 games. Really hard to win 90 games. They're pretty good. Their bullpen's good. 
I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'll take the over too. I think I think this team's gonna win 96 games. Like they're gonna be one of those teams that wins like that, that many okay. games. Dylan Bundy got Cy Young votes last year. Yeah, my guy. So did Framber Valdez. <laughs> Nasty. Framber. All right. Go White Sox. Go. Kinda. Trav's rooting for the White Sox on record. Go, Lucas, go. Trevor Plouffe said, I want the White Sox to win the division with all my heart. Tell me the roots that don't screw that one. <laughs>